This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1305, live IELTS speaking test with student Mio. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and today's featured guest. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today we have a real student guest on the show. Mio got a 5.5 on speaking the last time she took IELTS. Today she'll do speaking part two and three, find out if her score has improved and what she can do for even higher speaking scores. Listen today to find out her score. IELTS Energy listeners, we have a very special guest today. Mio, hello, how are you? I'm so excited over the moon. I learned that phrase from you. Remember awesome. that? <laughs> um, yes, we teach many amazing phrases on this podcast. Yeah. Guys, if you are not following IELTS Energy, make sure to hit follow right now so you don't miss any amazing vocabulary. But today, we are doing a special episode where we're going to do a live speaking mock test, but a little bit shorter, just part two and part three. So it's going to be awesome. Um, Mio, first, I want to ask you about your IELTS journey. So have you taken the test before? I did. Okay. The last May, three <gasps> months ago. And mm -hmm. what were your scores back then? Uh, 6.0 in total overall. Okay. And what scores do you need? Actually, uh, not, I mean, any score is okay to me because, okay. you know, I wish I could say I need to have a IELTS. I mean, because I want, I will, I'm planning to study abroad, to, abroad to study, awesome. but no, actually, I want to be an English teacher at high school, and I imagine maybe one, some of the students might need to take IELTS, and as a teacher, I might, you know, need to teach them how oh. to do, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. So you are taking this test so you can help your students. Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. that's fantastic. I love this motivation. What Great. scores do you want to get? Like, do you have your own personal target scores? Especially, you know, I love talking in English. So in the speaking parts, I wish I could have 8.0 or much higher than that. Oh, yeah. fantastic. But actually, what I got is 5.5. <laughs> I was so devastated. Oh, my God. Gosh. That's a surprise. You yeah, must have yeah. been shocked. Um, is Me that too. why um, is that why you got into the Three Keys IELTS course? Uh yes, one of the reasons. At first, you know, I love I'm an English nerd, so I wanted to challenge myself without any help. I want to challenge just myself. And after that, if I got the bad score, I decided to rely on your three key IELTS. 
that happens. That's why a lot of people get the course, I think. (laughs) Okay. That's fantastic. So, um, have you done the speaking module in the course yet? No, this is my first time. Oh, exciting. Okay, guys. So this is like, this is like a pretest for you kind of, um, today. Okay. Fantastic. Um, so far, can you tell me something that you are enjoying about the Three Keys IELTS course? Well, actually, everything. Every time I take a Three Key IELTS, I'm just having fun in the process. Shall I say, you know, even though this is practice for the test, I want to enjoy myself. Yeah. The process to be better and better. And I love it. That's awesome. And I take it and have a, uh, have fun at the same time. I just love it. The Thank fact- you very much. The fact that you can say that about an IELTS preparation course makes me so happy. Guys, if you are not enjoying your preparation, your studying, that's an issue. You're not going to be learning as much as you could, right? When you're enjoying what you're learning, and Mio, you're a teacher, you get this. If you enjoy (laughs) what you're learning, you're engaged, and you are Mm -hmm. taking on so much more information than if you're bored, right? Obviously. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) All right. So let's get into this. So guys, this is what's going to happen. Before we recorded, I gave Mio a minute to take notes on this part two response. Okay. So she's done that just like she has to do and you on the real exam. So I'm going to say everything the examiner says on test day. And we'll do part two. We'll do a few part three questions. And then we'll talk about scores and feedback. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let me get my timer ready. Okay. So, Mio, I would like you to describe an advertisement that made you want to buy something. Can you start speaking now, please? Okay. Every time I'm using the online dictionary, which is free, which is available for free, I'm always hounded by the advertisement coming up every, uh, everywhere, like everything actually, flowers, shoes, food. And the other day when I was working, I saw the ice cream, which sound, which looks so good, especially this scorching summer. I was working, but I once I saw this ice cream, I forgot about working. I'm into you know, have eating ice cream, you know that maybe chips on top and strawberry crumbs and everywhere, and uh, you know. That's perfect. All I need is ice cream. And when I think about that, uh, having advertisement on the internet is really effective to collect uh, customers. And uh, it really looks so nice. And I wish I could run to the ice cream store and yeah, starts to eat, but I'm pretty sure it's going to melt in an instant. Yeah, and also, uh, I wish I I had a brand new shoes, for example. And yeah, every time I see something 
those advertisements on the internet, it's easy to, to get my attention. And sometimes I can't make it. I can't control myself. I'm impulse shopping. Even though I'm run out of money, uh, sometimes. Thank you. Thank you. Did you tell other people about this advertisement? I did. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We've been talking about an advertisement that made you want to buy something. And now I'd like to ask you one or two more general questions related to this. Okay. Let's consider, first of all, popular advertising. Um, in your country, what are the most popular types of advertisements? Types of advertisements? I, in my opinion, it used to be uh, signs on a bridging board, on a train, or on a street. But definitely, we live in the world with plethora of information related to technology. So I firmly believe that TV or internet or social media, these are the perfect advertisement type to get paid attention from public much you know, effective and also we have easy access for those technology today because we have you know gadgets pc smartphone whatever we have thank you thank you um why uh let's see why do you think that celebrities are often used in advertisements these days Celebrity, because uh, they have a huge fan. For example, I'm a big fan of Emma Watson because I'm a big fan of Harry Potter. And when I see some products she's advertising, whatever from food to clothes, flower, I get, yeah, I mean, it's easy for me to... Uh, my attention to those products. And I, even though I don't buy that on that spot, maybe I'm, I'm keeping it. I mean, it stays on my mind for a long time just because this product is being advertised my favorite actress and actor. So that's a great technology for the government, uh, for the company, I, I think. Let's move on to talk about advertising and children. Do you think that advertisements aimed at children are harmful? Yes, I think I think so. For example, you know, my son loves uh, McDonald or unhealthy food, and right after the Beijing Olympics was over, I saw some. Uh, snowboarding players on the TV, uh, advertising hamburgers or cheeseburgers and nuggets there. And in an instant, I believe so many younger children starts to, you know, be hooked with the advertisement because, you know, they are seeing their favorite players be famous. So it's kind of a social justice issue. I feel it's guilty and I guess it's, you know, government or food industry are responsible for that or to be blamed mm. because it is only the way of 
being prof- profitable or beneficial. Just maybe they can do, they will do everything that they can be、uh, earn money. And that is really guilty because they don't know what to believe, what to avoid, the lack of experiences. You know, it's quite difficult to judge to which advertisement it is okay to save or it is not okay to avoid. So it's pretty、uh, unethical or immoral. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to stop there. Now, I want to tell Mio and remind our listeners that when I interrupted you a couple times in part three, right? I had to stop you talking and say thank you and go to the next question. Guys, that's great. That will happen on the exam. It shows fluency, right? I just have to move on to the next question. So that was very good. Okay, without further ado, Let's talk about what scores I gave you and why. Are you ready?、Oh, well, yeah, general. <laughs> but first, Mio, how do you think you did? How did you feel while you were answering? Honestly, I don't think I did it great. I have lots of、uh, ideas that I want to share with you,、mm-hmm. but I got nervous in front of you or yeah, in front of the Uh, examiners. So if I have a second time, second chance, maybe I can do better, but this time,、uh, maybe f- same 5.5. Oh, oh, you did so much better, Mio. That was great. But, but this is a very good lesson, though, for everyone listening. Guys, don't wait until exam day to like go through the process of being interviewed, right? Because it, it It's nerve wracking. Not only are you being recorded, so a lot of people will hear this. Like, that's awesome. You're brave.、Um, but it's, you're, you're going to be nervous on the speaking exam. Make sure, guys, to have like a coach like me or a teacher or a friend practice with someone. Have that person act like the examiner and go through the whole speaking test because Okay, Mio, I would give you a seven for that,、Ooh. honestly. I'll tell you why. Okay. So,、um, disclaimer, right? Your speaking score is going to be、um, an average of your whole performance. And we didn't do speaking part one today, right? So, there's a little, dis- a little asterisk on this seven, but I'm sure you can get at least a seven. Now, Why? So I gave you a seven for fluency and coherence,、mm-hmm. first of all.、Um, your part three got a lot better. Now, part two, I was thinking, like, oh, maybe six.、Mm-hmm. Part two improved the fluency and coherence.、Um, in part two, we need a better organized, meaty answer about that topic.、Mm-hmm. Now, around a minute and 10 seconds, you started running out of stuff to say.、Um, you didn't stop talking, which is great, but you、mm-hmm. sort of wandered a little bit, like without、mm-hmm. a clear destination. You know,、yeah. we can. I, I derail from the topic. Yes, exactly.、Yeah. And we can do that as long as you are like confident about it and you signal、mm-hmm. that derailment with your words, you know, like、mm-hmm. this makes me think about something else, or we have to we have to organize that with transition、mm-hmm. phrases. But 
first of all, we don't want to run out of stuff to say. So what <laughs> I would recommend, and this is great for this topic, using a before, during, after strategy. Okay. So applying that to this topic, what were you doing before you saw the advertisement? You know, I was working online. I was scrolling th through social media, minding my own business when suddenly this <laughs> bright, delicious looking ice cream cone popped up on the screen, right? It's like, we're telling the story. And then, so that's the before and then the during give me more details. What exactly did you see in that advertisement? What kind of ice cream was it? What brand was it? Was it a shop? Do you buy it at the grocery store? Right. Yes. Like so many um, details we can add about the advertisement. Yeah, when, where, how, who, what. Yeah, you taught me in the class. That's okay, Mio. This is why we practice, right? Um, yes. And then if you still have time left, the examiner still staring at you, you can have that third phase, which is the after. What did you do after you saw the advertisement, you know, I got up and I ran to 7-Eleven and I bought some chocolate ice cream immediately. Okay, so remember that strategy before, during, after with plenty of details like Mio said, who, what, where, when, why, how. Okay, and then fluency and coherence part three. Fantastic. I heard some great transition phrases like I firmly believe that, um, for example, and um, the examples were really good supporting your answer. With but did I say, for example... You did say, for example. Oh my you, gosh, I was supposed to say as a shining example or as a case in point that I learned. You will next <laughs> time. You know what, Mio and everyone listening, guys, make sure if you have certain phrases that you want to use, like as a shining example, write these phrases down clearly on a piece of paper. Keep that paper in front of you while you practice out loud, you know, stare at these things that you want to use because mm. they won't magically pop out of your mouth unless mm. you take that practice step, right? Know what you want to say and practice using it. Okay. But you still use some great opinion phrases though. Now, here's a suggestion because you had some fantastic specific examples, your son, chicken nuggets, cheeseburgers, um, Emma Watson. That was awesome. Real life examples. Very clear. I want to add something that you can say here, like that Emma Watson example. You can say, like this one time. So that's a very native transition phrase for an example. Like one time I saw an ad with Emma Watson selling some perfume or whatever the case may be. Okay. So that's a great phrase. Now, vocabulary, I gave you a six. I, six. I wanted to give you a seven. So many great words such as scorching, hounded. hounded. Scorching. Yes. Yeah. Um, hounded by something, meaning he's like bothered, harassed. Bothering. Yeah. <laughs> scorching, meaning very hot. Um, melt in an instant. Okay. So many great mm -hmm. phrases, but too many uh, mistakes. Here are the mistakes, Mia. You said strawberry crumbs. We really only crumbs? use, yeah, we only use crumbs for like, um, like a hard a thing, bread. Like bread. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so there I would say strawberry pieces or better yet, strawberry tidbits. 
tidbit. A bit. Yes. Tidbits, great slang for tiny pieces. Now, Uh in part three, lots more great phrases, but a few mistakes. You said snowboarding players. We don't play snowboarding. We only play like team sports. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here, just say snowboarders. No. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, And instead of on the spot, meaning like spontaneously at the moment, you said on that spot. On that spot. Yes. So the correct phrase is on the spot. Now, with a few mistakes, that's why I brought it down to a six, but you had Mm. enough great vocab for a seven. So here's the lesson here for Mio and everyone listening. Guys, don't take any risks with idioms that you're not sure of. You know, Mm. don't take any risks on test day. So grammar, seven, a few mistakes, many perfect sentences, wide variety of sentence structures, pronunciation, also a seven. Now, you had... Um, no hesitations, no ums and uhs, no cut up speech. You had mm-hmm. some lovely intonation, like when you said, I saw the ice cream and you were like excited about it. And then you're like, it was so good. And you like <laughs> elongated it. So listen to Mio's answers a few times, guys, because there are a lot of fantastic things you can emulate, you can copy from the way mm-hmm. that Mio answered. Okay. So that was my quick mock test feedback. Um, Mio, do you have any questions about my advice? Well, you said don't be risk. I mean, don't make risk Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for your unknown words. But if I, you know, I can't, I don't know what kind of topic will I get, right? So Mm -hmm. I don't know what kind of vocabulary I can use. So... So uh, maybe, yeah, what I want to say is I don't have choices, but to take risks to some extent. And also I want to get the high score for vocabulary because I know lots of words. I want to show off. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, a lot of listeners are going to resonate with what you just said. Um, mm-hmm. And here is, here's what I tell you and everyone else at your high level of English. Mio? You have a lot of great vocab already. You have enough vocab to get a seven or eight already without taking any risks. You need to trust yourself because you're a high level. If you don't trust yourself and you're trying too hard for vocab, that's when we make mistakes because you're reaching, because you're trying to use words just for the sake of using them, which never turns out well. Okay. Only use what comes to mind naturally that is triggered by your ideas and the topic. Because I Mm -hmm. promise you, Mio, your vocabulary is fantastic. Social justice, hooked, gadgets, plethora. You have so much great vocab. You don't have (laughs) to try. Okay. That, that like desperation of trying, you know, and students do that all the time. That's what leads Mm -hmm. to mistakes and lowers the score. Okay. Mm Okay. okay, then maybe practice makes perfect and believe in myself. Exactly. Mia. Okay. Couldn't have said it better myself. That was perfect. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank if you. you would like to experience the Three Keys IELTS system, remember now you get lifetime access and you get 
personalized feedback from our coaches like me and Aubrey on your final test, on your speaking and writing. So check it out, guys. Go to allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. And Mio, thank you so much for coming on. Very brave of you. I think this is fantastic today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a great time. Thank you very much for having me today. My pleasure. All right, Mio, enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.